looking for. From the land of the rising sun to just north of the border, strong style meets street style on this very podcast. Because you're looking at the Saitama Saint, the Osaka Superstar, the Mad Titan of Tokyo, the American Kaiju. Oh, but wait, there's more. Tonight, you're going to get two Hogsmen for the price of one. He's the ombre with no nombre. He's mi hermano from another mamo. He's the world's greatest Rudo, El Numero Uno. That's right. You're listening to two of the three Hogsmen. Big Duke, he couldn't make it tonight, but I am wearing his shirt. He said he'll be here next week, and it is Wednesday night, <laughs> September 9th. God damn it, Sparks. Uh, I had to do a double check on that, yeah. You are listening to the American Kaiju, Devin Sparks, and El Numero Uno, Mike Camden. Devin Sparks, we, uh, we're recording late into the week. Yes. What's going on with your life? Well, it was my uh, anniversary <clears throat> this last weekend. So it was very busy, very busy weekend. Uh, Monday was when we usually record. That's where we celebrated our anniversary because that's the actual date. Uh, how, many year, how many years we got going on? Six for marriage. A lot more than that. Goddamn vet of vet. the fucking marriage game. That's right. I pull the vet card all the time on her. She says, not in my fucking studio here. <laughs> it's, it's, it's her world, man. I just live in it. So It was a good time, though. We went to uh, Old Town. And uh, had some margaritas. Where where in Old Town did you go? Uh, a couple places. We walked. We went from we went for a couple different drinks and got some food. I don't know the names of the places. Really? Yeah. Old Town is such a cool spot, man. But it dies real early in the night. <clears throat> you know, like it goes to sleep real real early over there. Well, I thought there'd be a lot more people because it was Labor Day. Mm-hmm. So I was expecting massive crowds, and there wasn't. So that was cool. Where did, you know where everybody was? The and beach. Little Italy that night. Really? I believe I went to, yes, I went to Little Italy that night. We them. almost went to Little Italy. I'm glad we didn't. Dude. Well, because, so all the restaurants have their uh, tables and chairs out there. Right. Taking up parking spots, right? And it's already right. hard enough to park in Little Italy. <clears throat> so it was a nightmare and it was packed. But luckily, <laughs> uh, we were able to come across a parking spot fairly quick. And yeah, so a little later, but yeah, it's a nightmare over there. Yeah, we went to, so we went to three different places for dinner, or we were on our way, like we were driving to three different places Mm. that were all either not open, or you had to have a reservation like a week and a half in advance, because they don't, they can't fill it up, you know, they can only have to do like 20% capacity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was our bad, but uh, we didn't know that we'd have someone to watch our daughter, so we found someone, and that was that. Sweet, man. So six years of marriage going strong. <clears throat> six years of marriage going strong. And uh, yeah, dude, I, we, on top of that, on top of that, uh, this weekend, I know you were busy. You were doing some sporting of your own, but I, I went and played golf. I'm terrible at golf. Uh, you missed record-setting heat here in San Diego, Mike. Uh, I was in record-setting heat in Vegas, I believe. Oh, really? Okay. Dude, hotter than balls. Yeah. How hot can balls get? That's how hot it was out there. Balls can get pretty hot. Yeah, sweaty. Uh, So it was 104 here, and I got invited to go golfing, which I was like, that's a fucking... I told him yes earlier in the week. Yeah, I'll go. Sure, I'll go. 
and then I didn't look at the forecast, didn't know how hot it would be. So we went, and then, uh, yeah, it was 104 degrees. Of course, we were drinking. And there was a fire that day, too. <laughs> like a pretty massive fire here in, in, in San Diego County. Uh, so the place was just full of smoke. What, uh, what course did you play? Twin Oaks, up in San Marcos. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, it was full of smoke on the way up there. And when we were up there, you could see it. But I'm pretty sure <laughs> blew over there, too. So I'm feeling it today. I'm, like, out of breath and... Not a fan, not a fan. So that's what I get for staying outside for five hours during a, during a fire. Yeah, yeah. Not a, not a, not a good day to go golfing on that. Day. No, that was a stupid fucking idea. Yeah, what are you gonna do, man? What well, I can't you? wrestle, but you can. And I did. Tell me about it. I did. Uh, I was out f- in Vegas. I was uh, out Friday and Saturday in Vegas. Um, my wife came with me. We flew out. Uh, around 10 o'clock on Friday. Uh, a little bit more packed of a flight this time. A little bit more worrisome. Well, it was Labor Day going to Vegas. Exactly, exactly. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of course, you got to wear your mask on the flight the whole time. And, uh, you know, it's not a very long flight. It takes about an hour. So, flew out there. We stayed at the Mandalay Bay. Never stayed there before. That's okay. Uh, my wife chose the uh the hotel i told her i'm like listen if you want to go with me you pick wherever you want to stay we'll stay there and she she chose the mandalay bay because they have a wave pool right they got a wave pool and they have uh, a few other pools and then they have like a lazy river and that's like what my wife likes a lot so touched down in vegas took an uber to the mandalay checked in and uh went out to the pool and you have to wear your mask. You, basically, in Vegas, you have to wear your mask the whole time. Like in the pool. So not in the pool, but if you're around the pool, if you're walking around the pool, if you're laying down on the on the chair, you gotta have a mask on. And it's probably it was probably like 112, 115 out there. Jesus. So that's not fun. But whatever, right? I'm like, let's go into this wave pool. This will be fun, you know. It's a wave pool. Yeah. Um, they have actually beach, like they have beach sand, uh, leading up to this this wave pool. Weird, hot as shit. I almost burnt my feet <laughs> off. I almost, I, I was like, oh my god, I, I I can't get to this water fast enough. Plus, I'm trying to like make my way around like people laying out on lawn chairs and stuff like that. And uh, this wave pool was very disappointing. Like once every three minutes, it would shit out like a whole like a little slow roller. <laughs> Where it's like, this isn't even a wave, dude. This is just like, I don't know. It was kind of lame. It was very disappointing. It was like the house show dive of waves. Yes. Yes. Okay. And uh, did you post anything on this? Could anyone see this on Instagram at Mike <laughs> underscore Camden or on Twitter at Mike Camden 82? I'm just curious. No, actually, I, uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't really post anything from this weekend. Okay. I don't know why. I just didn't. So uh, <clears throat> anyways, Beth and I, uh, it, it also sucked because getting into the lazy river, you had to wait on a line to get into the lazy river so like you had to wait we had how to does wait. that make sense because they they can only fill up this lazy river <clears throat> however much i guess i don't know we can't have you close to each other in the river so we need you to line up yeah it's weird man At, so but you, you know you're six feet apart in line <laughs> so and, and this is also the thing right they've already said that uv light kills covid outside right 
Uh, the, yes and no. I'm, and who knows, right? Who fucking I'm confused knows? on that because they send those robots, the UV robots in to like flesh out rooms, right? They go in there and they flash their little light and it's supposed to take care of it. So exactly. who knows? And I mean, I'm, I'm guessing in 112, 115 degree weather, there's a bunch of UV going on, right? Only if the robot was there. Only if, ah, oh, that's probably what. That's man. why. UV the robot. So anyways, uh, we waited in line to get in the lazy river, did a few laps around that thing. It was fine. Uh, and then I had to make uh, the call time. It was around like, they were like, hey, five or six, you know. And I was resting Jordan, who I train with, you know, quite often. So it's like, yeah, you know, you kind of know the stuff. Right. So anyways, uh, I, I told my wife, I'm like, listen, uh, the show starts, you know, seven-ish. Uh, you don't have to go. If you want to go, here's where it's at. You know, I don't want to force my wife to go to the wrestling because she doesn't like wrestling. And, but she ended up showing up. Nice. So uh, I get to the mall. I, 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 sh- I show up there around 6. And, yeah, it's at the Versus Pro Wrestling School. And the Versus Pro Wrestling School is located in a mall. It's got like it's like a, like a storefront, basically. <clears throat> That's kind of cool. It, it's, it's quite interesting. It's, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> but it, it's not, it doesn't surprise me. I was talking. So Wes Logan, he's, the, uh, he's a wrestler. And he also, uh, I don't know if he's part owner or full owner of the school. I was talking to him about it, and from what and I know this too. Malls are struggling, even before all this COVID stuff. Malls are struggling. <clears throat> Amazon and online shopping has destroyed attendance at malls. So malls have had to adapt and start putting in, you know, other things, more restaurants, other kind of entertainment, and uh, apparently Wes just kind of was like went out on a limb and talked to this mall manager and was like, listen, we want to do a pro wrestling school and they were all about it. So that's pretty interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Gave him a pretty good price on the, uh, the rent too, I guess. Talk so, about an easy way to get uh, foot traffic in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, it, assuming there's people at the mall. Yeah. But like, that's also the thing. Like the ring is right there to, to the foot traffic. They can easily look in this place and, and see it. So, uh, got there, you know, did my round, said hi to everybody. It's good seeing people. You know, Wes, I used to wrestle with him up in uh, Portland for WCWC, and I hadn't seen him in a while, so talked to him a little bit. They actually, it sounds like they got some interesting stuff going on uh, with the future, uh, with their school. They're, they're also trying to do other stuff other than just pro wrestling. Um, saw Calder McCall. Uh, haven't, haven't seen him in a while. He's living out there now. Talked to him for a while. Good guy, man. I like him a lot. A lot of people are going out to Vegas, yeah? Yeah. And because uh, he was, I think he was like in the L.A. area or something like that. And I asked him what brought him out there. And he was like, it's just cheaper out here. Uh, Calder's a Scottish dude. He, he, he came over here from Scotland. And uh, he, he, he's just like, it's just, you know, mm-hmm. a lot. The rent is just a lot cheaper out there. So anyways, talked to him for a while. It was nice seeing him. Uh, the Shade was out there, Funny Bone, Super Beast, a whole bunch of guys. It was real nice. And then you had a lot of the Level Up guys. Hunter was out there, J2, uh, Jordan, so-and-so. Well, even, the sh- even though the, it was at the Versus School, it was a Canna Pro Wrestling show. It was a Canna Pro Wrestling show, so hosted at the, uh, the Versus School. So anyways, yeah, um, there, was a, there was a few people in attendance, not, mar- not, not a lot, uh, maybe 20 mm-hmm. To 25 people sure obviously you can't have that many people in the area and oh man so 
<laughs> Jordan and I were up fourth match. It was cool, man. The whole, the whole. It seemed like to me the the show was going fairly quickly, uh, and on on schedule. So Jordan and I get in there. Um, we do my we do uh my opening, uh, PD once again, which is oh that opening. Yep, PD nailed Devin Sparks's opening again. Nice, good job, PD. And I also walked out in a Devin Sparks shirt. I saw that. Yeah, you had the American Kaiju shirt on. I actually had some people on uh, Instagram send that to me, like, "Who's wearing your shirt? How sick is that?" I'm like, "It's fucking sick." I I am always repping my Hogsman, my fellow Hogsman. There you go. So PD nailed the intro again. <clears throat> Uh, courtesy of Devin Sparks. Thank you, Petey. And uh, Jordan and I start working. And it's going fairly well. Um, a stiff ring. I thought you were going to say stiff worker. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> that's your fault. <laughs> uh, stiff ring. Dang. Uh, no give. No is it give. an old school ring? No, it's a 20-footer. I don't know how old it is, but uh, it was a very – there was not a lot of give. You know how, like, uh, basically those people say that rings are like trampolines, right? Right. Yeah, this wasn't like a trampoline. Okay. Uh, and then the ropes, the, actually the ropes were pretty nice. Like, they were, they gave, there was a lot of give on the ropes. Let me ask you this. Ropes or a cable? Uh, on this ring? No, I'm asking you what's your preference. Oh, I don't care, man. As long as they just don't hurt too bad. Ropes or cable? Pick one. What do you prefer? I, probably ropes. There you go. All right. boy. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, these were very comfortable ropes. They were kind of they kind of remind me of the Zealot ropes. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very nice. They're you know that's a fuck it. That's my favorite ring of all time. It is a nice ring. The Zealot Zealot Pro has a real nice that ring. It's a real great ring. I think um, I think they're letting AWF use it for their school. Oh, are they? I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Don't break in that ring. <laughs> I like it the way <laughs> it is, man. Um. So, anyways, Jordan and I are uh, are working in there uh, after my first bump. I was like, oh shit. I called a lot of bumps for myself, <laughs> and I was like, what did I get myself into? And uh, it was good, man. Jordan did well. Uh, you know, he, he listened to me. Everything went fairly smooth. And then I call for – or we get to the part where I give him a belly-to-back suplex, and I go for a cover, and I say, hey, uh, I, I, and this is my I'll, – I'll accept blame for this. I go, stay down because – I was going to hit him with a leg drop right afterwards. Stayed down for three. Jordan listened. And he he listened too well. So El Numero Uno, Mike Camden, went over on a belly-to-back suplex. You have to. That's a legit fucking move, man. The most surprised person in the room (laughs) was was me. And it was so funny, right? Some people might get upset, right? Because we still had a little bit more, you know. He, ha- I was going to give him some some good stuff, and then I, I was supposed to go over anyways with uh, you know, my finisher, the Scorpion Death Drop. But I called Buenas Noches you because go. you see, Dev <laughs> in Spanish, uh-huh. Buenas Noches means good night. Good night. So it means like I'm putting you to sleep. Oh, it's like with... you're telling them to go to sleep. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Got it. Why would you do that? Mike, Cam- Mike Camden and Buenos Aires. Why is Spanish anything for Mike Camden? That's weird. El Numero Uno. Oh, oh El Numero Uno. And I, yeah, That's exactly, right. He's exactly. El Numero Uno. Exactly. Put yourself over, motherfucker. So anyways, uh, Jordan stays down for the three on the uh, belly-to-back suplex. Love it. I'm the most surprised Good person job, in the ring. Uh, you know, I'm not upset. I thought actually that I thought it was awesome. Hold up. Props to the ref. 
Because he knew what the finish was, and he counted to three. Good yes, for him. Yes, yes, yes. Who was it? I, I, I'm not sure. I can't remember what the gentleman's name was, but he's a, I think he's a little bit newer. He's a Vegas cat. Good for him. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it was actually I was surprised uh, that he did. He counted the three. So uh, we go in the back, and I'm laughing. Like, <laughs> and I'm just like, when's the last time a motherfucker beat somebody with a belly to back suplex? Tell Prob- me. Probably Kurt Angle, but through a table. <laughs> so or or Brock, but through a table. So I'm laughing. Everybody in the back. I'm you know we're talking. <clears throat> Everybody's kind of laughing, making jokes about it. And I'm like, yo, man, Jordan listened. He just listened way too well. Uh, and you know what? It probably is my fault. I probably should have used another uh, – I should have probably worded it another way, right? I should have said stay here, right? So, yeah. hey, man, you learn something every match. And, uh, and maybe from now on when I want somebody to stay down, I'll say stay here. Or don't move. Or don't move. But uh, it was cool, man. I hope Jordan learned a little something from it. We had a nice little match. I'm not, and you, I, I'm not mad about you know getting cut short. Who fucking cares, right? Anything over six minutes, you're just jacking your dick, right? And uh, and you've got a lot of dick to jack. A lot of dick. Let's be honest. A lot of hog. <laughs> so uh, you know, I but I was I I you know that high you get after a match that you you know you've had like a pretty good match i'm not gonna say it's a five-star match i'm not gonna say it was a great match it's been a while but yes it was fun man it was a fun match everything went well um and i had you know it's 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 it reminds you of like oh yeah this is why we fucking do it man you know this this good feeling that you have after a match that has gone well you know this is why you fucking drive six hours there and six hours fucking home for not enough money you know, and and all that shit. So it was just it was good to get back in the ring, have a match, do all that. That's good. You know, <clears throat> it's funny uh, when you started talking about this, and you were like, "Oh yeah, you know, Jordan was good. Jordan listened." And earlier, you know, in the last podcast, you're like, "Oh yeah, he's going to be doing the job for me and all this." So at the beginning of this conversation, you know, you know me, I can't help but butt in every time you fucking open your mouth. <laughs> so like, you're saying, "Oh, he listens and all this." I'm like. So what, how how did you finish it? Like, did you just tell him like you know trying to you're the vet you know putting over the vet status like yo brother I'll tell you when not to kick out. It's <laughs> like and I was gonna ask would you beat him on like a snapmare or some shit and then uh, that's my next my that's my next snapmare my next finisher is a yo, Jordan snap-mare. stay down snapmare stay down stay here kid. Um, but yeah man so <coughs> finished the match and uh, I mean I, man I was I was dying all day because like. My wife and I are hanging out by the pool. She's drinking. I'm not because I'm a goddamn pro. I don't drink before shows. You know, smart man. And um, I, I I texted before the show. I texted Hunter like, "Hey man, we need a dirty thirty of Natty Light at the show for like after my match. You know, like after the matches, we got to fucking start drinking here." Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, Hunter was unable to do that because he was driving out to Vegas. So I picked up something for myself uh and i brought it so as soon as i was done with my match i'm like all right here we go we're in vegas it's time to go time to go man start drinking and then uh show finished up me uh my wife and i went back to the hotel showered went out all the bars are like closed like in the like it's it's you know it's all messed it's all weird so basically like the gift shop uh, cashier was basically our bartender because we were just buying 
drinks from the fucking there's no bars shop. there's not even like on the street you can't buy there's a uh, um there might be like a few but it was already late man the show didn't get over till about 10 mm-hmm. we didn't get home till like 11 then i had to shower late come on dog that's late i mean I, I get what you're saying but you're like late in vegas on labor day weekend let me ask you yeah. this no all the pl- a lot of places it's, it's just like san diego where they're closing up early so was it um did it look like labor day weekend in vegas or did it look like not really like a just a shitty off day in vegas yeah probably probably the second one um we went down to the uh the casino my wife is quite the gambler. She might actually have a problem, uh, but uh, no, she has. A, she likes gambling when she's in that atmosphere, right, right? right? She likes playing blackjack, and she actually did a hell of a job. She she won about five hundred bucks. Nice. So basically, made up everything we paid for on the way out there, right? Very cool, dude. And then I even because I'm not a gambler, it's not my thing. Um, but at the roulette table, I put a I put a hundred down on black one nice i remember back when i was a kid uh my best friend's older brother he uh we went on a bachelor party to vegas for him and his their uncle is uh big daddy fat sacks right like he's got a lot of money oh okay he's like a mo- i thought he was like i thought he was some rapper i'd never heard of named big daddy fat sacks no. and i'm like who's this guy he's richer than rappers okay uh but he's like he's like a good looking dude he's younger and all that kind of stuff so he was out there with us and I remember he walked up to the roulette table and like put a hundred on like black or red. I can't remember. And I remember all of us Great. kids. You know, you're like twenty one, right? Twenty two, you know, you're not making much. You're marking money. out a hundred bucks back then. You're like, dude, that's a lot of money, man. For and one, like, that it is, yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, he put it down, and uh, we thought it was nuts. He lost it, and we're like, man, that sucks. And it's to him, it was pennies. And then he's like two hundred on black. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, I was like, I got, I got to see how i do i gotta put 100 in. <clears throat> so yeah i won and then my wife did it again later that night and she won uh she put it down on black and she won 100 bucks nice yeah so we made it she you know she did a hell of a job you cleaned out ga- gambling so then we met up with uh hunter and merrill okay uh fuck we didn't meet up with them till like goddamn one one thirty in the now morning everyone's masked up at all the tables and everything oh yeah man they're they're so strict there dude and uh like you know like they're still they got the cocktail servers going around like giving mm. drinks out you know free drinks if you're playing and so you can like take down your mask if you're drinking um but yeah they're the, vegas is strict on that mask stuff dude that's a tough one dude because i mean playing blackjack you're still all touching the same cards you play poker you're touching the same cards you're touching all everyone's touching the chips yep um yep. so that's a weird one yeah that's a weird one so we uh Met up with uh, actually my wife and I. We walked down from the Mandalay Bay to MGM and met up with Hunter and Merrill. They were staying, I think, at the Mirage. But anyways, it was a long ass fucking walk. Oh yeah, and it was it was probably a hundred degrees outside at yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, so. it was pretty hot. Um, there was nobody really out on the strip, and Hunter has never been to Vegas. Uh, this is his first time. Atlanta said, boy or Georgia boy? Yeah. And he goes, I've never been to Vegas. <laughs> and it's like, well, Hunter, you you picked a shitty time to come out to Vegas because, you know, this place sucks right now. Yeah. I, I used to love Vegas when I was a kid. I went on multiple bachelor parties. I, I've told you stories. I have yep. incredible stories from Vegas. Maybe I could tell a few of them, but I can't tell all of them. And um, 
it's just not my scene anymore. No, it's a. Uh, I'd say it's a. I don't. I won't even say it's a young man's game, dude. Because I like Vegas for different reasons. Like I like gambling in Vegas. Uh huh. But I like. Pl- I like. Here's what I like to do. I like to put all my money down on sports. I love sports. Yeah. So I'll put all my money down on sports at the beginning of the day. Do some parlays. Whatever the case is, I'll, I'll drop two hundred bucks at the beginning of the day. Right. Yeah. Go around, enjoy myself, do all the Vegas things you want to do, drink. Do whatever, go to the pool, bet you know, still go gamble, whatever. And in the meantime, I'm watching the TVs in the background, watching my money just doop 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 doop. I'm like, this is fucking sweet. So, but now they have a football team. You might have more of an incentive to want to go to Vegas again. Yeah, that's true. No, but no, I'm saying, I'm saying, but I enjoy Vegas differently because I enjoy the sports betting aspect of it. Yeah. I like sitting at like Planet Hollywood has just has a giant fucking wall, which I don't even know if that's around anymore. Playing Hollywood, yeah. So, is it? Yeah. Oh, it's dude. just got a giant wall of TVs. Like, mm-hmm. huge wall of TVs. Like, here's all the games that you just bet on. Watch all of them at the same time. Like, I will do that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I enjoy it different than other people. I know other people got to drink until fucking 3 a.m. No, 7 a.m. And yeah, see, go to clubs. And I, just... I, when I was younger, after I turned 21... You know, it must have been like from like 21 to like 25, and then you know you have you have that era, that part in your life where all your friends are getting married, so you have bachelor parties, and that's where a lot of bachelor parties were held was out in Vegas. And I was never a gambler, you know, like I never just I I never got into it. And uh, so when we went out, it was like all about going to the pool, getting banged up with friends, going out at night to the nightclubs, you know, seeing you know getting into some shit. Who knows what the fucking is gonna happen? And uh, it's just. Yeah, man, it's just not my spot. It's just I don't know. It's probably maybe just a shitty time to go to with all this COVID stuff going on. Well, if it yeah, if it wasn't for that, you'd probably still find a way to have fun. Yeah. yeah. If this were normal times, this would have been uh, AEW's pay per view weekend. So you oh, would have had a lot right. of people. You would have. I would have been there. You would have had a lot of people there doing stuff. So probably would have been. A lot well, we would have busier. been there. We would have been working. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course we would yeah, have. Because yeah. that was the last time I was FTR there. FTR versus us, right? <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so then uh, ended up going to bed, fuck, not till like four in the morning or some shit like that. Uh, it's so funny watching Hunter gamble. So like my wife's there, like winning like hundreds, I'm so excited hundreds to hear this. of dollars, and Hunter's like, I want to play a slot. <laughs> and then like he hits like a thirty dollar uh, thing, and then he plays for like another ten minutes and loses it all. Right? And no, he was like, I- I'm gonna cash out now. Uh, he's the smart <laughs> one. He's so so funny. smart. It's so funny. <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, we were hung out, hung out with uh, Hunter and, and his wife, and just kind of check stuff out, watch Beth play uh, Twenty One, and then like I swear to God, this is like three in the morning, man. Hunter's like, take a shot with me, and I'm like, not taking a fucking yeah, shot. Yeah, fuck dude. off, Hunter. It's like, dude, I'm not because I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Da- I'm down. I'm down right, right, right. Count, right. I'm like, I'm ready to go to bed. I'm not gonna take a shot so I can <clears> enjoy the effects while I'm trying to go to sleep. You know, because I'm probably going to throw up. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so uh, next morning, uh, God, we, we had a late flight on Saturday. I, I, for some reason, I thought, like, okay, we'll hang out Saturday by the pool, have some fun, you know, do some stuff. Wrong idea, man. Should have done, like, a 1 o'clock flight. Yeah. You know, it was just – we even did a late checkout, which was, like, <laughs> till 1 o'clock. And still, so that, like – it's just too hot out there. My wife's hungover because she's been drinking tequila all night. <laughs> and uh, so she's not even partying. And it was one of those things where it's like, man, we should have just done an early flight, but my mistake. 
Adam, you'll think this is funny. Um, the first time I went out there, or the second time I went out there with my wife, um, she's not a prude, mm-hmm. but she's like prudish. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, we walked to, we went to one club for like drinks and stuff, and <clears throat> it was just like, I think it was, I think they were naked except for they were like, or they were like basically wearing like pasties or some shit. Uh, Where's this at? At a club? Uh, it's, yeah, it's like a club, but it's like right off the strip. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a, it's not like a strip club or anything. It's just a regular club. Yeah. With dancers everywhere, but they're like wearing a g string and just whatever. And uh, we walk by. She's like, "Oh, let's get a drink." I'm like, "What?" She said, "Let's go in and get a drink." Okay. And we went in there and we we're sitting at like a table with like a person, like a dancer, like right at our table. And my wife the whole time. I'm like looking at her, like, how fucked up are you right now? That you're okay with this? You're trying to figure out this is a trap. Yeah, I'm that like, that does I'm, not sound like a listener. I know. I'm sitting here and I'm like, really? Like, what's going on? And I, and I'm like, okay. And she's like, mm, you know, <laughs> a little bit here and there. Just like, oh, this is this is kind of a cool place. Like, this is kind of like this is kind of wild. And I'm like, what the fuck is going what on? What the man? fuck are you up to? Yeah. So that was a that was a trip. That yeah. was a trip for me because I get, like Adam knows her too. They went to high school together. I've known her longer than oh, you. For real? Yeah. 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 We went to high school together. I've oh, seen you uh, back body dropper in Vegas, remember? Oh, on accident. Yeah, oh, really God. Like right in the middle of the street, and she just oh, got right up and fuck. showed yeah, everyone. She no sold your ass? Huh? She no she, sold it. She no sold you? She, she no sold right, it, dude. Because we're all fucking blackout we drunk. All <laughs> it was, yeah, it was. Uh, it's funny because, uh, you know, they got all them Thunder from Down Under uh, yeah, billboards yeah. out there, and my wife is like, do you know I'd rather go to like a titty bar than go see that fucking shit? That's so funny. Which I think a lot of girls probably... My wife went to one of those. She's like, it was awful. It was so bad. And I guess it's like... uh, So when you go to most uh, like Vegas shows, they're kind of... They're pretty big. Or at least the shows we've gone to. We've gone to like Cirque du Soleil and some of the bigger like plays and musical acts and whatever. So every time you're there, you're like, damn, there's a ton of people here. But she said the Thunder from Down Under. Or there's the other one. There's like the competing brand. Um, she's like, she probably went to the knockoff one behind the CVS. She went to the WCW it's behind, version. It's, it's an alley behind the CVS. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she's like, yeah, it was like maybe a hundred people there. It's like a small little theater, and like, I'm like, Ugh. who? I mean, who would want to go see dudes just wave their piece around? Like, there's nothing sexy about dudes. I don't know, you know? who's the, who's playing for wrestling. I know that's <laughs> true. Who's man. going to wrestling shows? That's those true. people. Yeah, man. So, uh, oh, and then on the flight home, you know, it was actually a really quick flight. Uh, we flew over the goddamn fires that are going on. Oh, I saw on. that, yeah. You see that? Uh, that was pretty interesting to see from above. So, yeah, that was pretty wild. That was about my weekend, man, out in Vegas. That's yeah, not a bad weekend. And you got to be there for Hunter's first time in Vegas. That's that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good. But, uh, yeah, man, thanks to Canna Pro Wrestling and thanks to Versus uh, Pro Wrestling School to let us go out there and have a show and wrestle and do all that stuff, man. So um, from the pictures, no one in the crowd was wearing masks. How was it to, to be in, like, a you know a quasi-normal environment? It was fine. Yeah. I, I tell you, I didn't even really notice. Really? I mean, we didn't really go out. I mean, we went out to – I went to the outside a couple times, but it's not like we were going through the crowd. Right. Um, you didn't yeah. moonsault onto a chair? Didn't do any dives. Okay. No nothing, man. Uh, did you come out to Big Balls, or what did you come out to? Came out to Big Balls, kid. Okay. Repping uh, H4L. There you go, brother. For life. Well, we're talking about... We discussed a couple new songs. I don't know if that's ever going to happen yeah, or not. Yeah, well, but... we'll figure it out when you know we're all back in action. All right. 
But uh, yeah, man, it's nice to just. It was really nice to just be in that environment of wrestling again, you know. Be, just hanging out back in, in, behind, you know, the curtains with everybody and just, you know. Well, shitting. there's some shows coming next month, right? Or is, is that on the hush? Uh, I think there's some stuff in the works for late October. <clears throat> okay. Uh, and hopefully we'll have more inf- information. I talked I talked with Zealot uh, this week, and they were working on some music for us, as you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, man, like, uh, I think Mike's working out in Vegas this weekend. I was like, when are you guys working? Or when are you guys doing shows? What do you know about Arizona? He's like, I think, like, March or April. I'm like, fuck. Oh, damn. damn. Fuck. But that's just them. I saw another company. I think it was IZW. Looks like they're running. Yeah, actually, they're running this month, I think. Huh. Yeah, IZW. Uh, Greg. Uh, okay. Greg runs. I know Greg. He's actually the first guy to book me out in uh, Arizona. Really? Yeah, for PHX Wrestling. Oh, right, right, right. Greg DeMarco. Okay. Yes, that's his name. Um. Uh, that's good, man. It's, it's it's nice seeing. Well, oh, here's the thing, man. You asked like about the crowd, very Japanese crowd, uh, very respectful and silent. Good, yeah. Everybody was like, I, "What are you gonna do, man?" You know, like everybody was coming back and they're like, "Yeah, the crowd's not reacting to anything." And it's like, they ain't doing nothing, man. It's like, what, what are you gonna do, man? You you can only do so much. Sometimes you're just gonna get this kind of crowd where they don't want to react. So Mike said, "Watch this belly to back." Yeah. <laughs> well, you you find you, you try and find the person the the person or people in the crowd that are gonna react and give you something, right? Like there was a lady asking me to like show me show her my big balls. Uh, there was a dude dressed up as Orange Cassidy. That's funny. But I was like, dude, you're an ass white, like, cause he's just <laughs> sitting there. He's just sitting there with like just. I love the, my favorite part is this is supposed to be the All Out Weekend or whatever, right? He's like, who's the dude dressed like Orange? It's probably Orange Cassidy. He went to the wrong booking. He's waiting for his show. And uh, this was this was not it's fucking asswipe. He uh, he's just sitting there like not. And then he would like throw his hand up, like do like the thumbs up thing or some shit that like that. Sick. The little lazy. That is some bullshit. And it's like, get the fuck out of here, bro. So he was perfectly being Orange Cassidy then. Uh, I wouldn't say perfectly. He looked more like Watermelon Cassidy. <laughs> Shut up! I don't care. <laughs> But um, what did you say? He was a bigger guy. Okay, husky fella. He was a husky fella. Did you moo at him? No, I, I think I, I ended up calling him after the match. I called him like an ass wipe or something like that. Just okay, it's fair like, enough. Dude, stop trying to be the show. You That's get, true. You're paying to be here. I'm getting paid to be here. That's true. Anyways, that's that. Nice. That's good though. It was a good weekend. It was fine. Yeah, I I I, I, really, I was really happy to get back in the ring. Like I said, Jordan did a great job. He listened too well. I went over. I am probably the only person that's gone over uh, with a belly-to-back suplex. I'm guessing in 40 years. Probably. Somebody, please prove me wrong. Probably. Prove me wrong. A shoot belly-to-back. Everyone thought it was a shoot belly-to-back yep. when he didn't kick out. Yep, yep. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, how about, how about uh, not producer Adam over here? You can follow... Not producer Adam on Twitter. Adam, what is your? Uh, is it uh, at Adam, Adam J N P A? Okay. So he last time we had the podcast, he went over huge on Twitter. He got like forty thousand views on something he did, and uh, he did it again. He did it again. He's two for two. What happened this time? Uh, I just tweeted something that uh, Dominic did on Raw, which was fucking incredible. The sliding Canadian destroyer thing he did, whatever it was. 
And I just said, this is good shit right here, Dominic. And it is now up to 21,000 views. Nice. Look at you, kid. And I have 600 likes and 120 retweets. 600 likes? Yeah, 120 retweets. dude. Good for you. I think think what happens is, because Dominic liked it, Mm. I think it then shows up on anyone that, that follows him. Uh, I think that tweet then pops up. So, Mike, we've been talking about a fourth Hogsman for a while, uh, a while now. It's going to be Dom. <laughs> it's going to be Dom. <laughs> yes. I'm yes. available to stand on the apron if you need me. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, but, if you start getting this uh, podcast retweeted 120 times, you're on your Look way out, there. Derek. Was that? I said, look out, Derek. <laughs> um, yeah, Dom. Dom kicked ass. Dom's just putting on shows left and right. He's I haven't working. I didn't watch that match, but uh, I saw the clip that Adam uh, posted, and I was like, "That looked great, man." Because the gear was fire. Uh, yeah, his great. His gear looked great. Um, that move looked great. I don't know how the rest of the match went, but uh, you know. We live in a, a an, uh, an era where all you need is a clip of one good looking move, and that was a hell of a fucking sunset bomb. I even hit him up. Actually, it was funny because you saw a sister, like they had the sister and his mom. Uh, Vince has got the whole family there, right? Right. And they're beating down uh, Buddy Murphy with kendo sticks. And I, I hit up Dom. I go, Yo, Vince gonna get a lay uh, your sister into the. Actually, I I, uh, I mentioned Vince is gonna get sister Mysterio. Sisterio in in a match, Sisterio you can and, call her that. And uh, and Dom was like, no, no, he's not. And then uh, I was like, hey, that you know that sunset bomb looked real good, man. Keep it up. So it, it did, man. It looked great. It looked better than when his dad does it. You know, because mm-hmm. his dad's gone for it for a couple times and it hasn't looked as good. That looked fucking usually. Does, wow, usually burying a, a WWE legend. He usually on the does podcast. a splash. That's why. No, he's he, uh, Ray lately I, has, I, I has know, gone for the right. sunset bomb, but You're it right. hasn't looked good for some reason. It, it just must be awkward timing. Even fucking uh, Ray uh, wrote a post about it about how how he made it look better than him. This is a oh, size right. size difference too. It could be that in fact Dominic is six one. Maybe Might be just. Maybe. Able to do it a little better looking. It looks sick though, man. It looks good. I'm sure the height difference. Also, I think Ray tried to do it into the barricade, right? Like he would try to do the sunset bomb into the barricade. I thought he tried pulling it off just like how Dom did it. Maybe. I don't know. Buddy Murphy good. took it like a champ too. Good for him. Hey Dom, we're taking applications for the fourth member of the. Uh, we are. Yep. And and check it out. We'll even waive the application fee. No, sorry. No, Mike just gave me a look. We'll cut it in half. He's we'll got the, the money to cover it. Okay. okay. We're not going to cut it in half for you. I was going to say use the promo code Hogsman, but don't bother. Just pay the whole application fee. You'll be fine. Also, Mike's doing a seminar. Uh, you could pay for Mike's seminar. It'll what be seminar am I doing tomorrow night at Level Up? Oh, I am training tomorrow. Night. Yes. <clears throat> right. No, I'm saying if he wants to show up, he can pay for the. Se- Shh, don't tell him, dude. It's a seminar. <laughs> Two fifty a person. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, let's uh, what's up in sports, Adam? Let's let's go to sports. Oh, uh, well, oh, by, the, by the time you listen to this, it'll be Thursday, which means opening night of football. Oh, oh that's right. Yes. So, fucking coming in my pants. It's Chiefs and Texans. Am I correct? Yes. So this is when I this said means. earlier we need to do it early if we're going to do it tomorrow. Podcast, podcast tomorrow. listeners, if if you're subscribed to the podcast, I need to inform you of this immediate change. The podcast usually comes out Tuesday morning because we record Monday night. The podcast will now come out Wednesday morning because we'll be recording Tuesday night. We need this. <laughs> because Devin thinks the world rotates around him. Uh, no, no. I think it revolves around sports at this moment. And right. I, I'm excited for that. So we're going to switch up our dates. We'll be ava- New episodes will be available Wednesday morning. Yes, sir. 
Wednesday morning. And you want to get your wrestling in before you watch NXT and AEW, so. Good sure. Sure. <laughs> That's the real reason for the Switch. Everyone knows that. Uh, cool. And then uh, I just watched the pods beat the Rockies tonight, which the, I believe that was a sweep. Slam Diego again. Man. Not tonight, but yesterday. Man, I'm telling you, I think this team, if, if, if they were able to have fans, they might be selling out Petco. They will be winning the World Series. I hope so. You think that so? That is my prediction Holy at this point. shit. Actually, uh, my wife mentioned that when we were out in Vegas. We're like, she was like, should we put a bet down for the oh, Padres fuck to win? Yeah. But we just, yeah, didn't. I it. bet the odds would be too high for the pods right now. Really? When teams play like this where everything is going their way and it just seems like they're having these lucks, uh, these things go for them really always turns out where they make it pretty far into the playoffs. This, this is not what's crazy. Series. This is what's crazy. Because I knew they've been doing – I mean, I've, I've been watching them every night. I know they're doing well. And I get to see their record, and it becomes normal for you, right? And so 28 and 17, I'm like, yeah, that's that's really good. Um, I'm really happy for them. I'm really happy for the fan base. I'm really happy for me as a fan who's suffered through shit for a long time. But I'm like, oh, I wonder who's I – I bet everyone else is kicking ass too, like all the big teams, right? You got the Dodgers with 31 wins. The and Tampa Bay, wins. who's tied with 28 wins. There's no other than the Dodgers. There's no one with more wins than the Padres. Nice. That's it. That's nice, fucking man. wild. That's good news to hear. I, I I hope they keep this team around for a few seasons at least. Oh, they're all locked up. And they're uh, all locked up. I think the Padres have a bright future. I think this is gonna be great for San Diego. And uh, and the Unis look great. I, man, the, I'm telling you the the best. San Diego is on point when it comes to uniforms, man. The Chargers have the best uniforms. The Pods have the best uniforms. You know, I, you know, goddamn. We know how we, we're stylish. We're a stylish area. Yes, we are. Also, uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna bring this back to wrestling real quick because we're talking about style. The Hogsmen look great every time they're in the ring together, basically. And I wanted to, I wanted to talk about this before I forgot. But we have uh, the finals for Promo Mania coming up. That we do against Four Minutes of Heat. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So it's Four Minutes of Heat versus the Hogsmen. By the way, we're the only two tag teams in the whole tournament. Yep. How funny is that? Yep. Uh, so next week, I don't know if we'll have it recorded yet, um, but pretty within the next two weeks, I would imagine the finals have to be coming out, right? Hey, man, this is your thing, dog. You tell me when I got to record a promo, and, and you send it on off to whoever you got to send it off to. I send it off to the Internet. There you go. That's where it goes. There you go. Adam, is that where it goes? The, the World Wide Web. By the way, I hear a humming sound here. Hopefully Ask Jeeves. Is this is a computer. Making that noise? Is that gonna, it's been doing this for two weeks. Nobody oh, can it. hear it. Okay. Maybe they can sure. hear it a little bit, but if, if you, you hear, a hear, buzz, it's... hear a buzz in the background, just ignore it. Moving on. Promo Mania. The Hogsman versus Four Minutes of Heat. That's all. I want to wrestle them somewhere. I don't know when that's going to happen. We'll, we'll get it eventually. We'll get it. Promoters figure it out. God damn it. Do it in October. Let's yeah. have a match in October. The promo will be out, I'm assuming, in September, sometime before the end of the month. So get us booked in October. Let's have this end in a match. All right. Excellent. Devin is demanding a match. That's all. That's all I got. What else? Uh, oh, I saw AEW. They uh, they signed the man formerly known as Rusev. Oh, shit. Yeah. He's now the best man, Miro. The what? His, his name is Miro. So. Oh. Uh, the gimmick was he debuted as the best man for 
Kip Sabian. I don't know why they're doing a wedding angle. Well, not it's not an angle. They're actually getting married. Um, I thought. I mean, that that's a great signing. I think from AEW. I he's very good. I so. was very. I I don't know what happened with him in WWE because they 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 had something really good going with him and Lana. And then for some reason, somebody came up with this dumb fucking story where they're like, what if Lana cheats on him? And it was like, it wasn't getting over. And then it was just like, well, okay, first it was Ziggler, I think, right? And then it went off to, like, another person. Most recently it was Lashley. And then Lashley. And it's like, yo, this is a dumb fucking storyline. Somebody killed this thing. And why the hell did you stop Rusev and Lana from from pairing up? Because she was fire. When she played the Russian girl. I mean, her and uh, Zeb Coulter, mm-hmm. also known as Dutch Mandel, yes. when, they, when they were in the ring promoing each other, it was, a, it was good stuff, man. And I thought the pairing of Rusev and Lana, it was fantastic. And yeah. they, they destroyed that. They, des- they destroyed everything they, they created. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean the pair? Weren't they married? Aren't they married? They were married, yeah, but they were also... Like, Wait, they were or they are? No, they are. They are married. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they were great when they were together as well, far yeah, as... Well, yeah, I was. you were acting surprised at first. I'm like, yeah, of course they're great. They're married. And I I thought maybe I misunderstood the situation. We're good. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah. But anyways, uh, I don't know what happened. I don't know who Ru- Rusev... He must have not shook somebody's hand. According to him, Vince thought that people were making fun of him when they were chanting Rusev Day, and he wasn't actually over. Dude... I thought Rusev was great, man. I thought he was. A, did you he, see the? He's awesome, and he will do very well in AEW, no matter what. The they terrible do with story. Him. I hope it wasn't true. The terrible story about Rusev and Vince that came on, it came out online about his merch. Be more specific. I don't know what you're talking. Oh, about. I, there's only really one conversation. I, who knows if it's true or not? But Rusev came out. There was a story that came out, and Rusev was like amped mm-hmm. and had a conversation with Vince and was like, "Dude, my they." My fucking merch sold out all of it. It's completely sold out. I guess like Vince's response was like, "Oh, well, I guess maybe they didn't make enough of it." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, depending where it came from. I mean, it might have come came from him because he has like a he has a Twitch channel where he tells a bunch of stories, so it's possible that it came but from him. But how fucking sad is that if you're like the most over motherfucker in the company since the Yes Chance. You know what I mean? Like Rusev Day was that big, big and and it was organic. You can't well, fucking build that that's, stuff. That's it, the problem. It came from a stupid fucking reality TV show. Yeah. Right? Like, that was from uh, the, the Total Diva show. No, it was just from uh, the, the guy who uh, ate in English, was his manager, and he would just sing it, and then it became, like, an well, over thing. But I thought it, I thought it was created because of the, the, the TV show, the Total Divas, because they had so. a Rusev Day episode, and then it, it, it transitioned over to... Um, I didn't watch it, but I, from what I remember, it was just he would he was like his like he would sing it, and then people just started to sing it with in English, and then it just became like a chant. If I remember, it it started because because my wife would watch Total Divas, yeah. right? She hates fucking wrestling, but loves goddamn <laughs> Total Divas. So I would watch it because I'd be like, whatever, dude, I don't care. Like, I'll watch it. At least I know who these chicks are, and you're watching the wrestlers too. Yeah, I watched it for the comedy of John Cena. 
Yeah. He was, was he funny? He was fucking hilarious. But not in like a well, funny way. Well, that was Total, that was total he, Bellas, right, that he, he was on? He was on Total Divas for a little bit. But, yeah, Total Bellas is where he really shined, where he made everyone sign a contract when they moved in with him. Yeah, I think that was Total Bellas, but I remember that too. What? Yeah, but it, it, it's all it's all, it's all made up oh, shit. Oh, it's all bullshit. Okay. No, I remember backstage one time we were doing, uh, when doing extra work. Yeah. Uh, it's when um, The Miz and uh, his chick, who uh, they got their show. Yeah. And like they did like a, whole, a total setup, you know, thing for the yeah. reality TV show, and it was like, oh yeah, I like. I always like, I, and I always like it too when uh, you get to see uh, Daniel Bryan's humor side because he's really funny too, but you almost never see it. Yeah. But on those shows, you would see it a lot. One, you would make fun of it, uh, Nikki and stuff. One thing we didn't talk about, you mentioned Rusev's Twitch channel. Um, Vince McMahon putting the kibosh on anyone making any money or name yeah. for themselves outside. Uh, it's been uh, they can't use their real names. They can do them. They just can't use their real names. They can't use their real name. No, they can. Use, they can use their real names. They can't use their. They uh, can't use their gimmick. They names. can't use their gimmick names. So like Xavier Woods can't call himself Xavier Woods on his Up Up Down Down mm-hmm. channel. Paige already changed her name on her Twitch channel. Um, uh-huh. I, oh, I can't. Okay. There are a couple other people that are do really well, like Cameo and stuff. The big thing on Cameo is people would use their like celebrity names, like Biggie would go by Biggie. But why don't you just weird. not use your name? It's weird. I know. Just be like, hey, what's up? Uh, happy yeah. birthday. Do I have to say who I am? Obviously, you're a big yeah. enough fan to where you're. Hey, what's me. up? It's me. Yeah. Who? I can't. But yeah, say. But, like, but like when you when you would go to the page, it would say Big E WWE Superstar. So oh. they're just like now if it's go you go there, it's just gonna say his real name, which is like Etor. I, I guess like that, that makes sense. Did, well, did they ever say why? Uh, because it. Let's be real. The real reason is because they were making money without them, and they want to probably start their own like cameo thing yep. eventually. Where they can then make monetize off of that, but they said it was you're making money off a of branding that has nothing to do with the company, so it's you know. interesting. Yeah, I didn't understand that, but that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. They will have at some point. They will have their own version of cameo for the WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good call on that one. I think so too. Yeah, man. I don't know. You know, I think. <clears throat> I think with with wrestling, obviously, the main objective, if you become a professional wrestler, right? When you, when when Devin decided to be a professional wrestler, when Adam did a, the role and broke his collarbone, um, your idea was like, I I, I got to go to WWE, right? Right? Like my the end of the, the at the end of this journey is WWE, right? Do you think? With all the stuff that's going on with the other promotions picking up, um, you know, you got AEW now. You still have New Japan that's killing it. Um, you know, you got. You can ROH. make a lot of money in Ring of Honor. Do you think a lot of people nowadays don't have that that same goal? Right. Yes, I do. It's, and I think when you start, when you keep adding stuff on, it's like, hey, listen, if you're if you're contracted to WWE. Uh, this cameo stuff, all this outside third-party ways of making money that's out the door, people are going to be like, well, what the fuck, man? You know, like, that's that's not good. You know, like, why would I want to go here when I can go over here and then I can make outside money on my own? Well, I think a lot of people, too, go, I would rather have my home company be, be uh, would be Progress, right? Because with Progress, they have ties with New Japan, they have ties with China, and they have, mm-hmm. like, ties with all these places. Like, yeah, I'm going to get really good and work. My home promotion will be progress. 
and then I'll have those opportunities stem from that, and I won't have a fucking contract with anyone. Yeah. I don't know progress. I think aren't they with the WWE now, or is that? I guess, but even if you're at AEW at this point, like Janela still runs GCW, Moxley still works New Japan. You like, still have a you still have another yeah. form of income that's basically just on you, right? Because let's be honest here, like WWE, they can cut you anytime, right? Right. And then so let's say you didn't have anything else going on, a side hustle or anything like that, and you're completely reliant on that WWE money. Now that's gone. So now you have to do you have to start from scratch because now you have to try and build up something else. Whereas like if if you're working at AEW and you do have a side hustle, you know, and I don't know how the how them AEW contracts are, but it, let's say they'd let you go. Oh, that's fine, man. I, I still got this going on over here. You know, that looks a little bit more. I, I think the biggest thing is, and you see this with a lot, like you hear about this with like MMA guys. You have, there, you have to almost set your life up for after. Am I correct on that? Like wrestling's, it, it's gonna stop. There's, you know, father time is undefeated. Mm-hmm. There's a certain time where every wrestler is gonna have to stop. Every MMA fighter is gonna have to stop, and you need something after that. So while you're wrestling or while you're in MMA, you need to have an idea of like, listen, I need a form of income or a career after this fighting stuff because this is very finite. So I don't know. I wonder if like that's going to start being a bigger thing for pro wrestling. Yeah, I think it already has started to do that. Um, you see a lot of guys are turning down WWE at this point. Yeah. So I think it's headed in that direction. You know, it's weird because when I first started, obviously, I had the same mindset. WWE is the place to go. And now in the past, you know, <clears throat> since my tryout, really, you know, you start to go, man, you start to kind of, you know, you talk to people that have been there. You see, you know, the dirt sheets or whatever. And they might be wrong. Uh, but you start to go, man, maybe it's maybe it's not the the heaven, you know, like the, the pro wrestling heaven that you think it is. <clears throat> Well, almost everyone that you see go there, big name online, or big name from the indies that signs, they show up and they're like, fuck, man, they used them so wrong. Or yeah. like, why are, they, why are they in developmental for two years? Like, what the fuck is going on with these guys? Like, um, it's so strange. Some, like, I remember Pac. Like, Pac was over as fuck, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, even as a cruiserweight, you know, went in there and killed. He was, like, one of the only over guys on... on uh, 205 Live. But I felt like they just didn't give a shit about him. They're like, yeah, "Yeah, he's our cruiser champion on the cruiser show. But, like, the guy was so much more valuable than that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you see shit like that all the time. Even when they're pushing that guy to the max, it's just it kind of turns out like, eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know what's interesting is... Nakamura, for fuck's sake. Look at Nakamura, dude. Well, here's the the interesting thing. So when I did my tryout, Kevin Cross, a.k.a. Karrion Cross, was there. He was at the exact same tryout as me. Um, nice dude. Uh, they were interested in, in, in him. And I heard this from another party. I guess they did offer him a contract back then. This was February of 2018. And I, I, I hope I'm not speaking kind of like out of line here. But I'm just telling I, I learned something from this. Um, and I hope everybody, I hope somebody else can possibly learn something from this. So I heard they had offered him a contract, and he turned it down. He goes, that's not enough money. And I was like, damn. You know, like, he passed up a chance to basically go to pro wrestling college, right? The Harvard of pro wrestling, um, the performance center. 
you could, you know, obviously, yeah, you're not making as much money, but you're going to go in there and probably become a damn good fucking wrestler, right? So he turned it down because obviously the money wasn't right. And then he went over to Impact, and I think he worked another, oh, Lucha Underground, right? But he, what he did was he skyrocketed his value because Impact put him over huge, and, you know, he skyrocketed his value. So then when he was done with Impact and Lucha Underground, obviously, who the fuck knows with that, um, when, when WWE came back to the table, now he had the power, right? His, the negotiation power was, was in his favor. And I go, man, I wasn't looking at it that, that, like that a few years ago. But now that I see what they've done and what basically he came in and they, they, sh- they fucking strapped a rocket to his ass and they put him all the way. You know, he won the NXT championship. Granted, he, he got injured and he had to relinquish it. But what a smart dude, man. What a fucking smart dude for saying, you know what? Hang on to your little contract. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to make myself more valuable and I'm going to come back and you're going to have to give you're you're going to have to give me more money. Well, if the if the numbers are what I've seen in the past, I feel like uh I could be wrong about this, but I think the base NXT contract for just any signee is like 40,000 or something like Which that. Ain't enough. I think I think for guys like I think when Adam Cole signed, like I think they paid him more than that. So those guys, guys like so that, the they're names not taking gets, 40 grand a year. The names I believe get 75. But I, I know that when Kevin Owens up. signed there it was still really low. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't high and cuz he even brought it, he's like I'm signing for a lot less but buying into himself. But then once you get called up, you get that bump, the main event roster the right, main but, roster bonus. But for if you signed if they were like, Mike, we need you, buddy. You're coming in. Here's your contract, and you signed it. I believe it's like thirty-five to forty-five thousand. Like, Here's the entry entry level contract. Exactly. But <clears throat> if you were, uh, you know, cro- like cross or whatever, it's like, oh, okay, here's seventy-five. Yeah. Well, well, I, I, you know, my boy Hammer Hammerstone, <clears throat> he has made himself very valuable right yep. now, right, with working with MLW and and all that kind of stuff. So he would have, and he looks great. He looks like a fucking million bucks, right? Yep. So I think if they came at him now, because he's done two tryouts for WWE. More than that, I think. No, I think it's just two. I think he's had maybe the actual tryouts, but I know he's had more experience with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, the the power, would I think, would definitely be in, in Hammer's favor. Because he, you know, they, I'm sure Impact would love to have like when when MLW his MLW contract which is up, and I know he just resigned for a little bit longer, but obviously it's gonna you know it's it, it'll come to an end, and by that time I'm sure Impact will be interested in him. New Japan will probably be interested in him. There's gonna be a lot of people interested, in him, so he he's brought a lot of value to himself. People are gonna remember this time period a lot when thinking about contracts from now on they're going to remember that in the middle of a pandemic when everybody was losing their jobs WWE was firing everybody yep and AEW and Impact and MLW were hiring people yep they're going to remember that when WWE comes calling and if the contracts are the same I really feel like we're at a point now where WWE is not going to be not going to have the upper hand unless it's someone whose like dream is to be there like diehard dream yeah and you're gonna at this point where people with a lot of that the age where it's they all grew up on different stuff. They grew up on the indie boom more than they grew up on the WWE boom. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I think you're I think you're right. I think there's gonna be a lot more people going to go to AEW because you can get the AEW money, which is from what I hear pretty equal. And you can also do other stuff like a podcast and, and mon- monetize and, the podcast. And don't bury the lead, dude, because there's still other places that we're not even talking about. But 
I mean, AAA is still a place. Yep. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, but right now that's CMLL. a tough place to go because Mexico is tough to get into mm-hmm. right now. But my point is, I've there's guys that I'm like, what do I happen to them? And then I'll see like a card or like a clip that was posted from like a AAA show, and I look at it and I'll go look at their like event calendar and like see what happened. I'm like, holy shit, they were down there wrestling. Like, oh, they're their champion. Like, what? Who's their champ? There's oh man, there's someone that's like one of their champions right now. That's like. Uh, Oh man, I'm drawing up. Mark Jindrak? Is that No, Mark Jindrak went down there and became like a fucking megastar. Exactly. But like yeah. he was nothing in America. Well, right, right, right. But I think it might have been Jindrak. Who's but... that uh Corey Graves' younger brother? Yeah. Sam Adonis. Sam Adonis, he went down there and made a good name for himself. Yeah, he did cause... a Trump gimmick. Yeah, that's right. Which he kind of stole from Brian Cage, but Anyway. But there's a ton of shit that you can like. Uh, we all steal from each other. Everybody steals from everything. There's been like seven nature so now, boys. <clears throat> so now you've got the WWE, AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, MLW. You've got AAA, CMLL, New, New Japan. Japan. What's the, is there any of the big? I mean, is Noah still a big thing over in Japan? Noah's or? still big. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, you can make a lot of you can make a lot of money at DDT. DDT. Yeah. Yeah. Dragon Gate. I mean, this, these places. Even though Dragon Gate, I think Dragon Gate. Uh, doesn't operate in Tokyo as much, which is where you'll see more of Noah and and uh, uh, New Japan. <clears throat> but uh, they're on the other side of the country, and they're like they own it. They're fucking destroying over there. Nice. So you can make a killing at all these places. I mean, that's where Pac went back to was Dragon Gate, right? Uh, did he go there? He went to AEW. I thought he went to AEW. Did he go to Dragon Gate when he went back to? I mean, he yeah, he wrestled in Dragon Gate a little bit, but. He is in AEW, but right now he can't get into the country. So right, right, right. I wonder also like I know he's in AEW, but I thought that that's after WWE. That's where he made his showed name up in before Dragon he Gate. went to WWE. But, was but after his Gate. contract, didn't he go back to Dragon Gate? Yes, thank you. He won the title there, right? Um, but also like NWA, like I'm not sure what they're up to, but NWA is still a thing. For fuck's sake, yeah, we're we're you know forgetting all these places. Yeah, that, that you can make money. I don't know if it's. You know, it might not be that limousine riding, jet flying, you know, business that it was before, but people are making a living there. Yeah. So I mean, they're not there. I mean, they but they can't be offering chump change because the guys in some of the NWA guys, there are some big names that are there, or you know, they were big names and they're not getting paid pennies to be there. Well, now with United Wrestling, I'm wondering what's going to happen with that. They're doing. They're starting. I think they announced the price points on their pay per views. Their weekly pay per views that are starting. I think next week and it's a, it's a 11.99 and i think 7.99 or something like that mm-hmm. or 15.99 i don't remember but so that's, that's but is united gonna be a thing like maybe united is the next thing i know that nwa is part of it but maybe that's a thing on its own marquez is making moves slowly that are it looks like it's adding up for him so good for him and man. billy corgan is doing something smart with the nwa right now knowing he can't run shows he's loaning his people out to AEW. Smart. His women's champion is was on the AEW pay per view, so now Smart. people know who she is. You know, I I don't know how many other guys they're going to bring in from there, but I know that they have a relationship now, so that's good for him. Are we missing one? I don't know. Maybe I feel. Like I mean, there's need... a there's a million wrestling promotions where well, you GCW, can make you can make they, money. They're not. They don't have a TV show. But uh, they're they're kind of fight fight out. Yeah. No, okay. but yeah, but there's there's exposure there because. There's a talent who's on TV every week who runs it and is on a lot of the WWN, shows. WWN, right? That is no that's longer evolved. a thing. And that, that's evolving. That, that's that, no that mass. Cave. Okay. That's Spanish for no more. Thank you. 
Uh, Spanish lessons with Mike Camden. But yeah, it's gonna be interesting when um you know what the next few years holds. Uh, you know, I, I hope all these promotions do well. I want more opportunity for wrestlers. That's <clears throat> all it is. There's more places for some more people can and get work. I think the biggest thing we've I've kind of I think every wrestler's learned. I've learned for sure is WWE right now when they did that hoarding thing. You know that they they did the past couple of years. Yeah. A lot of talent went there to die. Yeah, they disappeared. Um, and look at Hero. Yeah, his second time there, and it still amounted to nothing. And I think that that definitely was a a lot of wrestlers <laughs> saw that and said, "Why am I going to go there and just get buried when I can go over here and make good money? Maybe not as much as that that contract, but make close, some good and money. I'll be I'll enjoy I'll enjoy myself more. Exactly, and I can you know." put some ring time in and maybe get the, the, the promotion will invest in me. By the way, the MLW product, I don't know if you ever watched one of their pay-per-views. I it do. looks so fucking clean. I, I like it, man. It looks really good, dude. And I, uh, I I think maybe we talked to Hammer about it on the pod, but there was there's one specific pay-per-view that I mentioned, and I'm like, I, I tried to look at the venue online because they made it look like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. And I saw the venue after, like the actual pictures of it. I'm like, oh my god! So the production, you know, talk about stretching your dollar and making the most with what you've got. Whoever's in charge of production for that, and and like setting the stage, does a great. Well, job. Well, Kurt Bauer used to be on WWE's production. It like, looks so amazing. he so he knows how to make. He's I think the one that did the where they used to film Ray, but they would film him up or they would from the back so you could see the tattoo to make Ray look bigger than what he actually was. So when you saw him on TV, like his tattoo on his back would pop. So you'd be like, "The fuck is that?" Interesting. I like. It seems like MLW's running a at places that are they're just popular enough to sell out. <clears throat> right. So that visual looks great because it's like, "Fuck, it's a packed house." Well, if you, you know? look, one of the things I like about it is it's it's a different visual than any other wrestling company in the U.S. Uh-huh. And it almost looks a little bit to me. Like, um, almost like a pride fight yes. mixed with like an old school, like territory. Yeah. That's the kind of feel that I get. Like if you could com- combine those, if that even makes sense. And, and I love it. Yeah. Like I, I, I almost get like a little mini what rush, like just visually, like seeing the setup. I'm like, fuck, that's so cool. Yeah. Nah, man. Something I, different. I, I like that. And I, I, you know, I, I cross my fingers and hope that all these promotions keep. Sign us. Sign us, first of all. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I hope they all they do all do well and stay open and people get opportunities from it. I never <clears throat> I never understood this. And maybe Future Stars is there, and we're not in Vegas, so I just can't understand it. Um, but I always thought, how is there not a major company in Vegas running weekly shows and, like, a monthly pay-per-view? It just seems so easy to do. I think Future Stars is probably the closest to that because because they do pretty good shows at their at the Samstown casinos and I don't yeah. know if they moved on from them. and they're big big crowds yeah they uh, but they do do like the smaller shows I know they they do like uh, shows out of their school right and but I mean I, I almost mean like the way maybe even not even maybe nightly like like how these other sh- like you know these casinos have a show mm-hmm. this is our show like what I've I've always been surprised that there's not a wrestling show on the strip and it could be you know a variety kind like what's it called uh what's the one they do here in la um lucha vavoom lucha vavoom it could be a variety type too you know what i mean but i'm like 
how is that not a thing where where it's a nightly you know you could bring in a couple big names for an actual pay-per-view and charge that you know charge that once a month but that's one that's always kind of perplexed me is how that's not a thing uh i think you know they got you know what you said it last time what did I say? Alcohol and wrestling go together like peanut butter and jelly, dude. I fucking do, man. So if you had that, you had, you know, you're flashing those signs on the strips, you got some tits and some guys body slamming each other and, you know, <laughs> falling through a table. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you talk about a place where a valet would work, right? Oh, you got to get, you got to draw other guys in. I mean, you got the valet up there being advertised and the people going through a table. Yeah. And you got $2 beer night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's money in that, even if it's a shitty, even if it's a shitty uh, casino. I wonder, like, I feel like you know how. Uh, so the world's changed a lot, right? Uh, I don't know, like how how to say it, but you know, the Attitude Era stuff wouldn't pass anymore, right? It would in Vegas. The the way the way that they use the female talent, you know, is all bra and panties matches and all that right. kind of stuff. It's funny. I, I I think yeah, you're correct. I think Vegas is the one place where you could still put on a show where it's all about like brawn panties and all like you know matches between the females and all that kind of stuff and people would be like oh yeah it's vegas yeah like you know it's the one place that you'd still still do that well at that point it's 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 not you're not really getting the wrestling fan it's just an attraction for the evening you're not yeah. going to get someone who's been there like and all honestly honestly you're probably looking at three matches a week that are the same guys wrestling each other those three matches you know what i mean yeah um for the different crowd because it works it'd be like running a loop be like running a loop somewhere around the country two guys pair off and they wrestle for a month against each other or a month and a half and then after that they switch off again because you'd have a different crowd coming in every night you wouldn't have you wouldn't have locals coming in basically yeah that's true yeah like the uh blue man group and all that kind of stuff they always exactly. it's, it's, it's a different crowd but it's the same venue same venue same show same show same show Oh man, one day we'll have the power, dude. All these ideas, and I got no, I got no money to put them to good use. Maybe you, uh, you know, ask for a loan or something like that from a bank. Get, get you started. At Hogsman Pod on Twitter, at Hogsman Pod on Instagram. Do we have the uh, account up and running? No, Adam hasn't figured that out. yet. Okay, well you can hit me up at Devin Sparks on it's, Twitter it's or been, at American Kaiju on Instagram to help out with that. It's been a busy week with all the fantasy football prep. Okay, I've got okay. a lot going on. Excellent, man. What else is there? What else we got going on? Is that about it? We got to run a short show because it is ten fifteen. Ten fifteen. I think I think we covered everything. Way I don't think there's much else to talk about. And we got to do a podcast again in what four days or yeah, however many days, days? Tuesdays, whatever the Tuesday is. If Devin doesn't feel like this motherfucker moving it back a few days, I think I don't think Devin has another anniversary coming up. So I don't. We don't have a. I do actually have a one week anniversary from my last anniversary. <laughs> so. With your wife, I would not be surprised if that were a real my, thing. Uh, so she celebrated her half birthday. My best friend growing up. What up, Cliff? Yes. He uh, he was one of those guys. He's an anniversary guy. And I remember, like, so he always, I, I was always the friend. Like, I never had a girlfriend, right? Like, probably because I was, like, not really attractive to girls. And I was just kind of, like, a dummy. But he was, like, the good-looking kid that always had a girlfriend. And I remember he'd be like, oh, like, every new girlfriend he had, he'd be like, oh, yeah, it's our... <laughs> Two month anniversary. It's our three month anniversary or some shit like that. I'd be like, what the fuck? He's an anniversary guy. Total anniversary guy. But me, I'm not like that. Speaking of which, this is like the. What episode is this? Dude, we're killing it on episodes. The 33rd anniversary of our podcast. This might be 30. Is this 33 shows? 
I will check right now. Last week was Trenta E. Trace. Oh, uh, the 34. So oh, the fuck. I forgot our anniversary. <laughs> what is that? Latin? What is that? 33. That's Espanol. That's Espanol. That Espanol? Yeah. That's what Ted set up as the beginning, so I've just been continuing that as the oh. episode titles. If you'd like me to stop, I can... No, we liked it this way. That's cool, man. But we got to switch it up a bit, because I thought we switched it every 10. Oh. It was, uh, it was Roman. It was... Numeral, it was, it we was, did not Roman numerals. No, we went from Spanish to to Roman nu- yeah, numerals. Yeah, I thought we were supposed to continue the Roman numerals is what it was. What is there? Is there anything else we can go? Can we just well, go to normal? Like well, once we, go, once we go to 50, then we just go to num- regular American standard English. global numbers. <laughs> yeah. Where are we at right now? 34? This is, the, this is episode 34. That's fucking kick-ass, dude. Good Congratulations, for us. Dev. Thanks, Don. You've kept this show afloat. Hey, you too. The longest podcast Devin's ever done. 34 episodes and six matches. This is the longest podcast I've ever done, yeah. too. This is That's longer awesome. than Padres and IPAs and longer than the Hail Mary Fantasy Football podcast the bri- or any other podcast the brig. Devin's ever done. What? The Brig. The Brig. Well, you had a podcast called Padres and IPAs, too. That was a good one. Actually, maybe that was longer. No, that wasn't 34. You know what you're missing in those, in those podcasts? El numero uno. El numero uno. Your boy. He had right a guy there. named Mike on one of them, though. So you're the you're the best Mike he's ever done a podcast. That's true. Fuck that other Mike. Um, Mike Bruno. But uh, thirty four, man. That's the thing about it, that's well, because we did two in one week, so that's what thirty three <laughs> right. weeks. That's that's fucking right. pretty impressive, man. It's pretty good. I'm proud of that. It's good shit. If we can make it to a year, fuck yeah. yeah, strong, strong. Yeah, man. But let's uh, go ahead and start wrapping it up. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, This episode is brought to you by Pub Beer, Cheap Fun Beer. What's up? And who are they made by? Ten Barrel. There you go, Ten Barrel Brewing. Also, football starting tomorrow night, right? Yeah. The NFL. Uh, My buddies. Well, we were doing doing fantasy football. And at the end of it, if you win... You get money, but usually there's some kind of championship involved, like a trophy or a ring. Yeah. Or a... It's probably already a little too late for you guys to be uh, getting your draft kits. I'm guessing all you cats got your draft kits already set up and your your teams have already been made. But listen, my buddy, FantasyJocks.com, he sells belts, championship belts. You want a trophy? Go get a trophy too, but you're probably in sixth grade. But if you're a man, you order a championship belt because that's what winners where Devin can you, can you back me up on that I can back you up on that we've wore numerous belts in our life uh, championships that we've taken from company to company across the US and uh, you know I know that I feel like more of a man when I have a championship belt around my waist I know that you feel that way as well I like to wear it over my shoulder okay yeah so, or around your neck sometimes yep 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 I know that and then also you know sometimes we'll wear two at a time why not you know why not? So, Sometimes you're carrying two belts. Goddamn. Uh, hey, heavy lies the crown. Goddamn. Uh, um, Ultimo Dragon. Ultimo Dragon style. Maybe. Covered in belts. That's me. Anyways, go to fantasyjocks.com and take a look. Go order one. Be cool. Be a champion. That's it. Uh, also, I got an announcement. This weekend, I'll be wrestling somewhere. Oh, where are you wrestling? I just got hit up today. I will be at Knox Pro nice. wrestling Jacob Fatu on Saturday. Nice. Um, I believe it is a show where you can see it online. It is a Facebook.com. How to watch it. Facebook.com backslash Knox 
Pro Entertainment, or it's on Twitch TV. Uh, so it's twitch.tv backslash Knox Pro. And yeah, man, I'm excited for it. Uh, I want to say thank you to uh, Chewy, a.k.a. Ricardo Rodriguez, a.k.a. Chimera. He's the one that hit me up and got me booked there, and I'm excited. I'll Very cool, dude. Jacob Fatu. Oh, are you allowed to announce that? It's got a mystery uh, man with a question mark on there. No, I got the go-ahead. Okay. Because I, uh, I asked, and uh, they gave me the green light. Dope. So anyways, I will be doing that on Saturday. I'm looking forward to it. I've, uh, you know, Jacob is – he's still carrying the championship of L, uh, MLW. Nice. And he is a big man. So I'm going to try and pick up that win. Get it. Odds are stacked against me, but you know what? I'm gonna do my best. Bring another one home for the hogs. What can I? What can I say, man? What can I say? Uh, anyways, thank you, Knox Pro. Go check them out. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? Um, we got the beer. We, we got, got the, the football. We got the football. We got the hog. We got the hog. Fuck Andy Brown. Fuck Andy. Fuck Brown. Andy Brown. Thank you. That's why you're here. Hashtag fuck Andy Brown. Uh, go ahead and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Also, Devin, what should they do? They should like, subscribe, and leave a review. And actually, we do have a new review. Whoa! I forgot to mention that. Let's take a look at it real oh, quick. Oh, man. This is for Dev. Because Got me all hot under the collar. He likes uh, these reviews. This is from Meme. All right, it's M-E-M-E. C-A-S-Y-P-E-E. Mean Casey P. Huh, okay. All right, I appreciate it. Thanks. It says, hogs are cool. That would be dope. Sweet. Nice. Appreciate that. I like it. That's all you got to do. Just, I don't know what just that subscribe means. <laughs> and leave a rating. I don't That's know what that means, that but I like it. Thanks, Meme Casey P. And then, uh, yeah, we have 19 ratings now. woo And uh, we're at a... F- our rating is a 5.0 out of 5. Five-star classics every fucking week. That's Just what like you get. Just like every match Devin Sparks has ever For been 34 weeks straight, you get five-star classics. Well, 34 <laughs> straight podcasts. So, Unbelievable. KCP, thank you for... Hey, you're our fan of the week. I don't know what that means, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, excellent. What else? That's about it, right, guys? That's it, brother. Hey, uh, Dev, mm. don't you got a question for me? I do have a question. Uh... If, if this is a this is a big if because yep. I don't know what you're into nowadays, but yep. <laughs> let me set it up better than that. A really deep question. For Let's just sparks. This. Mike, if you want the tip, what do you have to do? Uh, well, I got to take the whole hog, I guess. That's what you got to do. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>